They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. You know what I mean, Vern. My name is Brent Trahune. Ew, ew, ew. This <laughs> is Gavin Eddings. This is They're Coming to Get You. And this is a Brent-requested episode. Brent is our, one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, Brent Trahune, he pays us to... And Brent's like, Gavin, when we going to do the 1991, I believe... The 1991 classic, Ernest Scared Stupid. And I said, well, I guess because it's Halloween time, and you ask so nice, Vern, that we can do it. 1991, and it may be a 1991 uh, release, but it's always a classic, Gavin. And it's a classic that I finally watched for the very first time all the way through this Halloween season. Let me let me speak for everybody when I say, God damn, how is this the <laughs> first time you, you're watching this? I don't know. It's just one that okay. So what happens is these these movies that are these childhood uh, nostalgic relics. Mm-hmm. They come and they go, and then after a while, you're like, "Well, I've never seen that all the way through. I've never seen it all the way through." And maybe I had really young, but just don't remember it. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, "Well, I'm just not gonna get around to watching it. I guess I just won't watch it then." Yeah. Because uh, it's now a thing. I don't want it to yeah. be a huge thing anymore. It's but I, your Halloween town. Yeah. It's yes. We we both did. Or episodes. my Halloween. By, either way, you had not really seen it. I had, but you loved Halloween Town, and I had never seen it before. So yeah, so we have exchanged childhood films, mm-hmm. and uh, I gotta say, this one's pretty okay. It's pretty okay. I liked it a lot. And before we even get to that, Gavin, we should tell our our dear listeners, our dear friends, about our Patreon, right? Yes, thank you so much for that. All right, Vern, let me tell you about it. I don't know <laughs> why I'm gonna keep saying uh, throwing it to Vern, but we will. Um, our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. They're coming to get you. We've got some great things going on, on our Patreon right now. We have. Like six or seven bonus episodes now. By the I time this, yeah. By the time this goes up, we'll have our the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown episode up on our mm-hmm. Patreon, exclusive only on Patreon. Will never be released here on the main feed. So if you want to hear us talk about that classic, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Patreon subscribers get that for just five dollars a month. Also with that five dollars subscri- subscription, you will also get a they're coming to get you sticker. It's a very mm-hmm. nice sticker. It's a logo sticker that you can put on your water bottle, and they are quality. We we sent some out earlier this month. People seem to love them, and I want to give a very special shout out to our friend Lil Jesse over on Patreon, who is listening all the way in Scotland. Scotland. So you had to mail some. St- you've mailed. You told me that you sent these stickers uh, yes. all over the world, not just the uh, the continental U.S. No, some of them went to like some, some of them went to Texas, some of them went to New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, to Tony Soprano. Thank you so much, Tony. Hey, um, I'm a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> So thank you, Tony Soprano, for being a big fan of the podcast. Uh, oh, and yeah, then a couple gobble ghouls over here. <laughs> but then I sent some to I sent one to Canada, and mm-hmm. I was really nervous because I was like, I hope they can read this. But then uh, Mike Van B, who lives up there in in the Great White North, and I do mean the Great White <laughs> North. Yep, uh, he did get it. So I was like, I successfully mailed something, <laughs> yeah. which I was worried about. But little Jesse, thank you so much for from listening all the way in scotland that's crazy Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. The, thank shout out to our two listeners uh, in Canada and in Scotland, and then our third in Texas. <laughs> you three listeners have kept this podcast going. But that's patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. Get, get some bonus episodes, get a sticker. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah, when you sign up for it, we're automatically going to send you a sticker. All you have to do is send us your address, yeah. your list of fears, and uh, your home address, where you live, where you sleep at night. So what's funny is one of our Patreon subscribers, her name is Chanel, and she's wonderful. She's a big fan of your stuff. She's a big fan of my stuff. She comes to my streams all the time uh, when, when I stream over on Gavin Loves Horror on YouTube. And she, I was like... Chanel's gonna want one of these stickers. She's gonna want mm-hmm. one. She's a huge fan, and she's like, "I'm not giving you my address. You guys are weirdos." And I was like, <laughs> "Clearly, clearly, she's just kidding, right? She has still not given me her address. Like, I will. We just want to send you a sticker. Just get a PO box. Yeah, that's what. You, there's a lot of crazies out there, Chanel. I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah, I used your home address as the return address. Should I not have done that? Oh no! Yeah, hold on. Somebody's knocking at the door. Let me. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh shit! It's Bagul. Oh god! It's Bagul. <laughs> it's Ernest. <laughs> back from the grave. Yeah, I. Uh, so Jesus. he's dead. <laughs> god, no, I was not ready for that. Uh, uh, I, so this is your first time watching Ernest Scared Stupid. Was Ernest a part of your childhood? Yes, he was. I remember watching Ernest Goes to Jail mm-hmm. uh, because my parents wanted to scare me straight. <laughs> no matter you're 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 gonna stop fucking up, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sell drugs out here? Well, let me tell you, I do want to stop selling drugs. <laughs> the, the scared straight of Ernest is just him doing all his different characters, being like, "I sell crack cocaine." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my. I yeah. Did the Australian one? All the voices <laughs> that I can't do. Yeah, but I watched Ernest Scared Stupid, or not? Not Ernest mm-hmm. Scared Stupid. That that's what we watched this time. Goes to jail. Goes to jail. I saw Ernest goes to camp. Yep. And then isn't there Ernest goes to school? Uh, well, let me read them off to you. The first one that came out that I've never seen. I didn't even know this was a movie till I did our uh, research on here. 1985, Doctor Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. That's uh, available. What? I know, I know. Uh, it's a uh, it's a cameo role, uh, but it's on uh, YouTube right now for free. Okay. Because I, I I like to think that I've seen most of the Ernest stuff, but here's in chronological order: goes to camp, saves Christmas, goes to jail, scared stupid. Those movies were all done uh, with Disney, and I think there was another company in between there. Whatever, whatever company, I'll think of it later. But those were all done with in conjunction with Disney, and then this one, Scared Stupid, performed poorly, so then they went independent and then direct-to-video. So we have Rides Again, Goes to School, Slam Dunk Ernest, Ernest Goes to Africa, Ernest in the Army. What was that one? Ernest Goes to Africa? Yeah. I'm sure that was respectful in all ways. Yeah, I'd love to see that one. <laughs> <It was laughs> Direct to video, so <laughs> I I was familiar with um, Ernest because I don't know what car company that he got a deal with or like some mm-hmm. car lot where he would just record all these commercials. Maybe they could just like insert his footage into a car commercial or something. But mm-hmm. there was a car lot that would always do like Ernest stuff. So I saw Ernest on these car commercials for most of my childhood. Well, th- that's how this character started. Was it was a Created um, by uh, was it Coke Coke Sam's and somebody else? 
I have it in my notes. Uh, John Cherry. They'd mm-hmm. filmed these commercials at uh, John Cherry's house. They were used in a lot of local commercials. The only national products the character ever promoted were Coca-Cola, Checks, Taco John's. You ever had Taco John's? I love Taco John's, man. It's good. Uh, the first Ernest commercial film in 1980 advertised uh, an appearance by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Oh, man, Vern. Uh, so the, the formats were pretty much the same. Ernest appeared at the door or window of an unseen, unheard, uh, seemingly unwilling neighbor named Vern. So that's when he's always talking to Vern. Mm-hmm. I meant to send you some of these commercials. Yeah. He'll show up at the door, and and you're Vern, so he'll call you Vern. And the camera never spoke, but it would move. So, like, if if it was saying no, no the camera would shake no. Mm-hmm. Um, there were uh, there were pointless ramblings that inevitably got back to whatever product he was shilling, and then he would always cap it off with "Know what I mean." Uh, the Ernest ads were shot with a handheld film camera in Nashville, where they filmed this movie too, at the home of John Cherry the Third. Uh, and their number of clients increased. Varney sometimes did upwards of 25 different versions of a spot in a single day. Producer Coke Sam stated that Varney had a photographic memory and would read through the script one time and then insert the various product names on different takes. The commercials and the character had definite uh, impacts on children, especially uh, with the phrase, yeah, uh, he know what I mean, so many Vern. of these commercials, and I found... On YouTube, there is the one that that he did in around Evansville. He did it for Audubon Chrysler in Henderson, Kentucky, which is just like a, a hop, skip, and a jump away from Evansville. Mm-hmm. And I did not know. Like, it's weird watching this right now. Like, I'm just kind of going back and yeah. But he did that, and it's like he's in front of the Audubon Chrysler Center, but also I think he might be in front of a green screen, probably. Yeah, because it's like he doesn't. Yeah, I think he's definitely from a green screen. But yeah, he turns into a hot lady. But it's cool that like he did it for like a local car commercial in my city. So that's how I knew him more than anything. Was like, yeah, why is the car commercial guy getting all this Disney? <laughs> well, and like even some of that, like the milk they used in this movie, Purity Milk, was a, a client that they had. So they used the milk in in the movie. There's I'm looking on YouTube, Mellow Yellow. That's I mean, it's not Mountain Dew. But Mellow Yellow is like a brand that people know, you know? Yeah. I like Mellow Yellow. It's not bad. They call it Mellow Yellow. <laughs> if it's yellow, yellow, it's mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Flush it down. <laughs> uh, if if it's, uh, I was going to, it's if it's uh, brown and tan, you've got cider, man. But if it's... <laughs> There's a Ned Flanders thing where you can tell the difference between cider and, and apple juice. <laughs> apple juice and cider poops? Yeah, something like that. Okay. You know what? I, I'll allow it. I will allow it, good if sir. If it's clear and yellow, you've got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in cider town. Know what I mean, Vern? Uh, you know, people want more merchandise from this show. Yeah. I think you know what I mean, Vern, could be our big thing. Hey, that- we could do that. Yeah. yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Co- copyright expires when somebody uh-huh. dies, right? Yeah. It absolutely does not. It does Especially not. when some of these are Disney-owned products. <laughs> Disney would love it if we started selling, you know what I mean, Vern? And can we talk about, I I own the, the DVD, it's got Camp and Christmas and uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, but you... 
you this was not on my Voodoo account, so you couldn't watch it. Yeah. But you had to rent this, right? Well, you would think okay. I would. You you found it somewhere. Well, listen, but, I I listen, I found the slotlights.com. <laughs> .net, .net. Slotlight. No, my mine was .com. Okay. So, it's it's, it's a rival slotlight. <laughs> no, there's a uh, website that you could do. I, I thought about renting it, but I was like, "Eh, I whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't download a movie. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> but but the thing like this was on Disney Plus before October. Ernest Scared Stupid, I'm pretty sure. And it pisses me off when they take like known Halloween shit and then they're just like, yeah, you got to pay for it this month. Yeah. But that's when like- everybody, nobody's trying to watch Ernest Scared Stupid March unless you're me. <laughs> it's like Sinister. When we talked about Sinister last week. When yeah. they're like, well, what can we watch? What can we watch now? Well, Sinister is not on anything. It's on every platform. Every platform. It was on Disney Plus too, I believe. Yep. Uh, but what 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 was your overall take on this movie, Gavin? It's fun. The creature effects are incredible. And well, I, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say, uh, in part because of the Kyoto Brothers from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. That is a that 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 is an amazing connection because the the trolls because the main villain of this scare stupid is a troll that they bury in the ground as one of Ernest's ancestors they bury him in the ground and they're like, he puts a curse on them that each generation will get stupider and stupider, which is funny which is how we get to Ernest, who is just he's a great character and Jim Varney brought that character such pizzazz and so oh, much yeah. to life. So good, and I always like compare Ernest with Pee Wee Herman. Mm. They're not the same character, but it's also like guys doing a character. I put it in the same like Borat is kind of that way. Elvira. Um, There are other characters too, but it's like we don't know. Most people don't know Jim Varney, but they if they were to see him on the street, be like, "You're Ernest," you know? Yes. And Um, Paul Rubens, they'd be like, "You're Pee Wee," you know? And if you see e- and if you see either of them on the streets now, you need to shoot them in the head. Yeah, they've uh, something has gone wrong, Vern. <laughs> I came back. I'm back, y'all. <laughs> I'm uh, hungry for brains, Vern. You know what I mean? E <laughs> Can you uh, imagine the crossover if they had a Pee Wee Herman Ernest uh, crossover? I'd be creaming all, my jeans. All I'm thinking right now is like, you love Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. You love Godzilla versus Kong. You loved Alien versus Predator. Now get ready for Pee Wee versus Ernest. <laughs> <And then laughs> know what I mean, Vern? Who wins in that fight? Just straight up fist fight. No cherry allowed. Yeah. No, no, no playhouse. Just a mean street. They're fighting in the middle of some cars in a circle at the quarry. Yeah, yeah down at the docks at the quarry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ernest wins the fight. I think so too. I think so too. I think Ernest is like the everyman who he's dumb, but he, I think he could rig up a machine that mm-hmm. could probably cripple Pee Wee and then just go to town. <laughs> Oh, my legs. <laughs> well, and then he's riding around here. on his bike. <laughs> you know what I mean, you little bitch? <laughs> uh, but I, I, this from a young age, I love this movie. And I know this, we talk, we, we've gone from like uh, The Shining, 
or super scary movies like uh, uh, the Sinister. one we just watched with Bagul. Sinister. Ugh, fuck. Ugh. That was the one I was trying to think of. And then we go to Ernest Scared Stupid, which is not necessarily a horror movie, but it's a Halloween movie, I think. But this movie scared me when I was a kid. It is one of... It's definitely scarier than Halloween Town. Yeah. By a country mile. Because I'm actually pulling up here, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, the, the Wikipedia page, so I can see uh, what happens here. I was set. hooked up okay. to a heart monitor when I watched this this week. <laughs> and I peaked at 115. <laughs> but that's because you have high blood pressure. That, and I was eating a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is very scary. From the from the jump, as we say on this show, mm-hmm. only show that says that, by the way, but from <laughs> the jump, they, when they're they're burying a troll in the ground and he's cursing an entire generation. Like, that is, that's way more hardcore than Halloween Town. Oh, yeah. And it, it's like, it starts, have you seen Trolls 2? Uh, uh, you mean Troll 2? Yeah, Troll 2, that's what I meant. Yeah, Trolls 2 is the animated one that has, like, Justin Timberlake. Be like, I love that. My nephew loves Trolls 2. No, too. I meant Trolls 2. Can we talk about <laughs> Trolls 2 for a minute with JT? <laughs> oh, cry me a river, Brent. <laughs> uh, Troll 2. I, I have not seen Troll 2. The fabled aside, worst movie of all time, as, you know. Aside from, like, Nilbog and, oh my god! Like, I don't know a lot about yeah. it. We watched it, and it's just as bad as everybody says. And it starts out similarly to this, where they're like running through a forest, and uh, the, and here the troll gets banished. But in Troll t- Troll Two, sorry, spoilers that the, they get got by the trolls. But it's always like when when you're dealing with like little, uh, f- like fairy tale creatures. I'll put in the the leprechaun. They're always like in a forest setting a little bit. I would love to see like Ernest versus the Leprechaun, where it's like Ernest, it's like Leprechaun in the hood versus Ernest. <laughs> I love that this podcast. You're like, I want to watch Ernest Scared Stupid, and it has already devolved into fantasy booking Ernest into fights. I with can't Pee-wee, wait. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, you you said Leprechaun from now. Leprechaun, which, yeah. Do you want the hood version or the? Or just like regular, the one that fought Jennifer Aniston? Both. And I want Jennifer (laughs) Aniston in it. All we need to do is get John Cena to lose a lot of muscle mass, and he could play Jim Varney. Oh, God. John Cena is living muscled-up Ernest. I I can't unsee it. It is is uncanny. I don't know if he's ever dressed up as Ernest for Halloween, but he needs to do it. Yeah, he should. Give the people what they want, John. Do it, John. I know he's a listener. (laughs) We sent you a sticker. (laughs) Do it or I'll send you out your home address. Because I'm like, Chanel, you're not a coward. Yeah. Take these stickers, Chanel. Take the (laughs) stickers. Uh, Real quick, Ernest versus Predator. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And Rimshot gets melted by by something. (laughs) Oh, my God. His dog. By the way, Rimshot is dog. I could not think of anything else besides wishbone you remember wishbone yeah wishbone the the, the dog, dog that, that shakespeare dog yeah i don't remember i was like the dog that reads but i don't <laughs> i don't think he did i think he is i think he was just in i think he was just in a show about books being acted reenacted out. stories yeah. yeah i think that's a lot what of it was. shakespeare a lot of public domain shakespeare on the wishbone yeah yeah a lot of uh, the prince and the pauper yeah oh god when they kill macbeth 
and mm. they made Wishbone be Macbeth. I thought too far, <laughs> but it was also cutting edge TV. To pee or not to be? To pee. <laughs> to be. To be. To pee. I mean, to pee is what a dog would ask. Yeah. Uh, let me out of the house. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, you get at the be- very beginning, they, they banish this troll. And I love that Jim Varney plays like 30 different characters in this movie. And he's playing like his old ancestor. Mm-hmm. Banishing. And then we get a quick cut of Eartha Kitt, I believe, as a child. Uh, when they banish this troll because mm-hmm. later she comes back and she, I don't know. I don't know what her name is in the movie, but she's like that old witchy woman. Yeah. She's old lady Hackmore. Hackmore. Yeah. Cause I know her. She was uh, on uh, Batman. The, she was the, the Adam woman. West. Yeah. The cat woman. She was, she was the cat woman. And also Pierce Hawthorne from community had sex with Eartha Kitt on an airplane bathroom. Oh, my man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we get we get they banish the troll, and then I do like it that Ernest has had like eighty jobs, whatever yes. facilitates the story he's doing. So now he's a garbage man. Yes, I love that this movie immediately puts Ernest in peril. He's got like his Rube Goldberg, his Rube Goldberg like washing machine. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't even know what it's supposed to be doing cleaning the trash truck. I guess. I get yeah I don't know. It's uh, fancy. I would love for Ernest to be the guy that dumps the trash and they live, and Roddy <laughs> Piper comes out. Put on the glasses, Vern. Put put them on. <laughs> I want to see the fight between Roddy Piper and, God damn it, right? <laughs> and Ernest. So far, Ernest versus Pee Wee Herman. We got Ernest versus who else do we have in fighting? We have uh, uh, Predator. Predator versus <laughs> Leprechaun. We now have him fighting John Nada from You yeah. Dirty Motherfucker. I was e- going to e- say, e- e- uh, Roddy Piper goes to hit Ernest in the balls. <laughs> you Dirty Motherfucker, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest falls into his own trash machine and is about to be crushed to death. And I was like, this is the Saw movie we deserve. Ernest Ernest versus Jigsaw. He wakes up. (laughs) He has no vest on. Wishbone, not Rimshot is in danger. Uh, Rimshot, help! Help! (laughs) I want to play a game. Oh, and I forgot to call you, dear listeners, booger lips. I meant to do that at the top of the there's show. Some, there's some pretty salty language in this. I know. They, they call somebody uh, a runt. They call the, the, the kids are very kid-like in this. I like that they act like children and are kind of petty mm-hmm. and kind of crappy like real kids. Well, and the, like at the beginning of the, the movie, they are building their own haunted house, and then later they get a tree house. And that was like two things I always wanted as a kid. We had we built like a shitty tree house in our backyard, but it was like we we found boards and nails and stuff. We should like it should have been so dangerous to build this tree house. <laughs> it was actually condemned by the city. It like somebody could have really gotten hurt. Yeah. But I always wanted like a cool tree house. Do did you have a tree house? Um, no, I, I, I never had a tree house. My, my friend had a tree house, but it was like its own structure, not built on an actual tree. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, like a she shed, if you oh, will. Oh, like a she shed. Yeah. Yeah. A she shed, you know, uh, it's a real, he said, she shed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but <laughs> they and so so that was cool. But yeah, I never had a treehouse. I always wanted that treehouse from Home Alone, or like oh yeah, or like Bart's treehouse from Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, from 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 The Simpsons. That'd been so cool. But yeah, just never had a treehouse. But but you actually built like a shitty one. Uh yeah, it was, and by shitty I mean it was not good. Like. It was in trees, but there was no house to be had. It's climbed <laughs> up in the tree. It was just you just returned wood from whence it came. Yeah, You're like I found your brother plank. Here we go. Yeah, uh, I but I would like to have a that was like such a staple of childhood was to have like a fort or a tree house, like a a home base. Mm-hmm. That's such a big part of the the book it or the movie it like. Yeah. When everybody can come together and not be around parents and stuff. Yeah, or like you, or you bring a girl up to your treehouse for the first time. Oh or, yeah, or another boy if you wanted. If you are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Scoutmaster Steve. Why, why oh come you... on! <laughs> a grown man hanging out with kids—that's disgusting. Back to Ernest, scared stupid. <laughs> Oh, so good. Such a comedian, that one. But Ernest, he is so dumb, he doesn't realize that he unleashes the curse. He's like, well, what I have to do is I have to be an ancestor and be touching this tree and say these words. Mm -hmm. And then he unleashes the troll because he is a dummy. He's Yeah, but it's it's like, uh, was it Tucker and Dale versus Evil where they're so dumb that they don't realize what's going on, you know? Yes, and... You see this creature. This is a. It's a scary looking Muppet, and I love yeah. the practical effects. I lo- I did not know about the Kyoto's brothers until you told me, but it makes perfect sense because this, this would be like four years after Killer Clowns or so. I have to look up the date, but you, if you look closely, you can see some of the Killer Clowns repurposed as the trolls. Oh, that doesn't. I think okay, yeah, because the, the trolls kind of look like the fatter clowns at times. Yeah, so the uh, Killer Clowns came out in nineteen eighty eight. Okay. And then so, this and Ernest Scared Stupid came out in 91. Yeah. But that's cool. I mean, I very much enjoyed this. And did this scare you? Did the troll scare you as a kid? Yeah, for sure. It, yeah. They did scare, and the, especially there's the the kill and what we're going to call them kills, but yeah. Uh, but the the moment where the little girl needs her mom to check under the bed and she won't, so she then she checks under the bed and then finds her little stuffed animal. And then she rolls back up into bed and then turns over and the troll's right there in bed with her. That's a serious jump scare for a kid's movie. Yeah, it is. And I, I don't know how many times a drunk woman's woken up and and it been me next to... <laughs> well, I, I do know one time. It was producer wife. <laughs> I said, Scoutmaster you, Steve. You say, hey, come on. <laughs> Don't worry, he got shipped to a separate parish, okay? Uh, it's a different troop. <laughs> Which there are two documentaries about Boy Scouts right now, on one on Hulu and one somewhere else, where, uh, don't watch those. <laughs> For a Patreon bonus episode, we make Brent watch two Scoutmaster yeah. molestation documentaries. Well, I've already watched them both, because I was a Boy Scout and an Eagle Scout and all that stuff, and, uh... That's true horror. That's why we cover fake horror on this show, Gavin. Yeah. So if you if you know the person in the if you watch the documentary and there's somebody in shadow like they're on Gangland, it's Brent mm-hmm. telling his story. And then I was at Camp Ransburg in Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> there was a guy named Scoutmaster Steve. He said, "I'll build you a treehouse." <laughs> and I never got the treehouse. <laughs> 
Touchstone Pictures is who I was thinking of. Uh, they did it. They did these earnest movies for Touchstone Pictures, which was owned by Disney. But uh, the, and then <clears throat> the troll is released. He said, "Finally, someone let me out of my cage." <laughs> <clears throat> and Eartha Kit warns, "Don't, <laughs> don't do this. Don't. This is get off. Don't be on my land. First off." And uh, he comes back, and then he's trying to release all his other trolls, which is like a great thing for a movie when you have the one big baddie, and then later in the story, you can have so many other trolls. Like, one of my favorite scenes is when the trolls eat the bullets, and then one of the, the trolls will hit the troll, the other troll on the back of the head, and he's spitting out bullets like they're coming out like, like gun bullets, you know? It's fun. It's, it's, it's yeah. a very fun, whimsical-type kids movie. The trolls kind of remind me of the same kind of puppeteering and look as the labyrinth. If you remember the yeah. little, what's the, I don't know what the guy's name is, but the the guy who like kind of helps them through the labyrinth, they kind of remind, remind me of that guy. Yeah, I don't, I've only seen that movie once. Oh. Believe it or not, and I did like it. Yeah. It was in the past couple of years. It's a fun one, The Babe. Yeah, I do like it. The Babe with the Power? The... The power to what? The power to what? The power D's. D's nuts. <laughs> D's nuts. Very D's good. D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> and now that, and like, uh, I love that it's like it was Stranger Things before Stranger Things where kids are hanging out on bikes. They've yeah. got these two fat bullies that need, like, they're the mayor's sons. And of course, you're like these little assholes are the mayor's sons. <laughs> Ugh, just the I hate the kids of local politicians. Ooh, let me tell you, yeah. Ugh. You you could not make this movie today. You could not. I mean, I kids now they're too woke. They're too busy playing <laughs> on. They're, they're they're too busy playing their little Fortnites in their room on Nobody, your Switch box <laughs> on your Game Station sixty five. <laughs> uh. I, I, I just love seeing bikes and kids outside in movies because you don't see a lot of that now. I do hate that the, the main kid, I should have written his name down, uh, the main little kid uh, pulls up to somebody and then just throws his bike on the ground. I've mentioned this on this show, I think, before. My parents, uh, one of their side hustles was like fixing bikes and reselling them. And I would have got my ass whooped for throwing a bike down and not using yeah, a kickstand. Yeah, bikes are expensive. Bikes are not cheap back then or even now. No, well, and like also, if it wasn't cheap, why wouldn't you want to just keep it nice? That's that's my parents coming through adult <laughs> Brent and being mad at a kid. Just ah, oh, I hate that. That would bother me. Yeah, nowadays you you have a couple bikes. Do you do yours have a kickstand on them? Yeah. Even the one that didn't come with a kickstand, Trek, looking at you. Hey, Trent. <laughs> uh, I put a kickstand on because then you just have, you got to lean it up somewhere and then you scratch it up. I think my I think I have a Trek as well, and I mm-hmm. don't have a kickstand on it. You need to get one because uh, my blood's boiling just thinking about it. it. Right now, just think about it. It's leaning in the garage up against mm-hmm. it could be knocked over at any time. Mm-hmm. $500 bicycle just sitting there. Oh, God damn it. Let's wrap this up because I, I'm about to punch you through this this video call. Welcome to prime time, bitch, as you punch me for not, for, for not leaning my bike up. Again. Welcome not to prime time, bitch. <laughs> okay, so let, let me pull up some notes here that, that I wrote because this was my first time watching. And this is yeah. one, like, this is 
a kids movie. It's fun. It's got kids. You got kids being smart ass kids. I love that. Uh, you got the kid humor. You got Ernest getting getting pooped on by birds when he's looking mm-hmm. for stuff. You got the food gun that that shoots food at the bullies. Food fights were the peak of comedy as a child. If you see a food fight, you know you are in for a hilarious good time. Did you ever have a food fight at your school? No, and that I say that it sounds like a good time to watch. It absolutely disgusts me in practice. Why? I just don't want spaghetti in my hair. But you'll go through this uh, haunted house and feel a, a, <laughs> a thing full of eyeballs that just warm grapes. <laughs> no, they're guts. They're guts. <laughs> the greasy, grimy gopher guts. <laughs> it just, I don't, I don't want pie in my hair. I don't want to get slimed on Nickelodeon. I just, I, I'm kind of a, like, I'm a princess when it comes to getting dirty and wet. Kids like to be slimed to being gross. <laughs> They're scared of the dark. Uh, you're scared of the dark, Marv. <laughs> you like being slimed, Marv. Uh, uh, my mom was a, was a lunch lady. I'm the son of a lunch lady, goddammit. And uh, she, they had a, a, a food fight at her school one day. And they made all the kids come back in and clean it up because these poor broads back in this kitchen can't be picking up after your shit. Especially when they got to go home and cook another meal for their husbands. Like good oh wives. yeah, I dude uh, during like breaks and stuff, she'd bring home so much food because he, if you just leave it there, it's gonna go bad. So like, we would have like a we have one of those little like dorm room fridges, mm-hmm. and it would be full of those four ounces of uh, apple cider and grape juice. Like no wonder I'm as fat as I am. Where <laughs> you bring home a trash bag full of Lay's chips, <laughs> and even my friend John. Today will be like, uh, you remember those chicken sandwiches your mom brought home? Like we <laughs> reminisce about this shit. Boy, do I. Chick Fil A may be closed on Sunday, but my mom was open on Sunday. Uh, my mom brought us yeah. Chick Fil A. Well, my mom was probably open on a Sunday too. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I gotta gotta earn some extra money. The, the, the Johns are coming over tonight. Hey, hey, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying they got a they got a meal when they left. They got a meal. <laughs> Square pizza. <laughs> all that stuff. You just get the hookup with uh, having a mom as a lunch lady. I show up. I'm just here for the I just need somebody to talk to in that square pizza. No no funny stuff. Just a good yeah. conversation in a square pizza. You know, my wife died three years ago and I'm not <laughs> even looking for a physical touch. I just want a piece of square pizza to talk to somebody. <laughs> The square pizza reminds me of her. Uh, she was a lunch lady too, you know. Uh, and she drowned in this lake fifteen years ago. While those young, while the young people made love, the young lunch ladies made love. They should have been watching her. They were scissoring. <laughs> and then they used those scissors to cut the pizza. Oh, also, she'd bring home, like, cookies and stuff. God uh, damn it. Those are great benefits. Nothing else about that job was good, but, s- man, did I get to fat. Work. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's get her old ass up. <laughs> get back in that kitchen, Mom. <laughs> the industrial kitchen. 
what the big uh, bread mixes. Oh, uh, good times. Oh, uh, that was. Uh, I'm dying right now. I just this... missed my wife, and I want some square pizza. <laughs> and the Bunny Ranch, they don't have square pizza. At the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> yeah, the pussy's better, but the square pizza's mid. <laughs> Uh, this, is, this is a fucking dumb show. Why do people? Why do people give us money? Patreon.com backslash their company get you. <laughs> and and of course, uh, well, I I didn't mention it, but it's like Ernest is friends with all these little kids, and nobody. It's not creepy. It's not weird. It's just like they're hanging out with this dude the whole time. Yeah. And of course, no, nobody in the town believes them mm-hmm. that there's trolls. Like I felt like I felt like everybody was just. Like, just a breath away from calling Ernest the R-word. Like, yeah. I was just, I was like, are, are they going to call him this? Are they going to call him that? Because they treat him so shitty. And he's just like a good dude trying his best. He's just a garbage man trying to get by. He's just doing his absolute best. And they're just shitting on him. I will say, um, it was nice to have a starring role in this. Because one of the kids looked exactly like me at that age. Yeah, he was uh, the first one to get got. He did. And that's something else that sets this apart. Kids get got in this. Mm-hmm. Real peril. The, uh, I, I watched this earlier today, and I had to check the Wikipedia. I was like, the kids got freed, right? They, I was like, did they just... <laughs> what's the kill count on this? <laughs> yeah, of course. You can't have real kills, so you have to get frozen in a piece of wood or whatever. Yeah. Which was still pretty shocking that the kids were actual were actually endangered. There were stakes in Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, well, I think that part of it is like the the scary stuff is so scary with the the creature designs, but also me, the kid in the movie, got got. Yeah, you know, it's like I would I that could be me. Yeah, you could wake up next to a troll in your bed and also get turned into wood. Yeah, well, I'd probably get wood. <laughs> Uh, good great time uh my other notes here that that i wrote it's very kid friendly they call him the they they call Ernest the great redneck hope he is kind of like i don't even i never considered him like a redneck though yeah the great but not white trash either Ernest is just Ernest, you know the great redneck hope but enough about president trump am i right (laughs) y'all but i digest (laughs) i got these you guys hear about this you guys hear about this (laughs) back in the news (laughs) Uh, I, I do love that when he's trying to fight the trolls, he goes to the two guys. To, I think it's Tom and Bobby, right? Mm-hmm. That those are they're in like so many of the those other Ernest things. Like they're the I think the bank guards or like Ernest goes to jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're always like trying to get rich. They're always trying to have a scheme to make some money. They're the photographers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't um, care about the troll. They try to get pictures for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, the National Enquirer, whatever they they want, and they uh, they build the treehouse, and I just wish I had this treehouse because like so many <laughs> gadgets and shit. Oh and man, we get a couple times in this movie where Jim Varney just goes into. There's other family members, and there's a whole list on Wikipedia, but we don't have to go through them. But like all these other characters, like you, like I wish he was more than Ernest because he's so talented to to. To Ernest is great, but he should have been something more. I, I I even put that in my notes. I forgot that he's Ernest, but he plays all these other characters. 
He plays the the Roman emperor type mm-hmm. character. He plays the kind of the the safari guy. He plays several women, which made me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> not a, a, not... a woman's work is never done. <laughs> but it's very it's very funny. He performs like in drag when it's 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 just funny and and respectful and not like shitty and mean. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about this movie that ever feels mean spirited. And you could go and you could make fun of that. Um, you could be a lot cruder with the film, but he's it, it's very heartfelt and just very sincere. Even when he was doing Asian face, when he was like, <laughs> you remember the one where he's like, uh, I don't know, like a, I don't know if he's supposed to be a Mongol invader, but he like his face is darkened. Is this in this movie? Yeah, it was in this movie. Okay, I, ju- I just searched Ernest Asian face, and it's just a lot of Asian men named Ernest that came up. Uh, so. Yeah, I know. There's a guy at a computer. Because <laughs> I Googled the same thing. I'm trying to find it. Uh, maybe it was Ernest Pete. But he does like do an Asian face, and his face is darker. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that. it was a different time. I hate to use that. I don't think yeah. he, nobody would condone that now, of course. Yeah. But all these characters and like such great accents, such... Uh, man, great mannerisms. Like you could tell that this guy, if if you just gave him like a leading role, you'd you'd be like, I can't believe this Ernest, because he's a yeah. buffoon, you know? Yeah. Do you think that Jim Varney, because from what I can see here on his IMDb, uh, let's see what Jim Varney has done. Unfortunately, he did pass away in the year two thousand. In the year two thousand, um, he was uh, like he was the voice of he was the original voice of Slinky Dog, mm-hmm. and Toy Story. Um, he did Atlantis, but he he, he was on uh, The Simpsons as a voice. But most of his stuff was just uh, the earnest stuff, obviously. Yeah, Beverly. He was in the Beverly Hillbillies. That's when I remember him from as well. Yeah. As, as Jed Clampett, um. But yeah, it's a lot of earnest stuff. You never, it's sad he never, and maybe he didn't want to, at least from what I can tell here, it looks like he never really did anything outside of family comedies or comedies. I would have really liked to see him take on a role of a Robin Williams in one hour photo or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I think when you have a range of such good comedic chops, you can easily transition into doing dramatic work. And he died at the age of 50, man, in 2000. Yeah, he had he had, he had some really, uh, really... It was l- uh, lung cancer, I think. Yeah, he had lung cancer, or I knew it was some form of cancer. But yeah, just a, just a real sad, sad death there. But I would have liked, do you think he would have been good in uh, like uh, a dramatic horror style role? Yeah. I think he'd be good at not even horror, just dramatic in general. Yeah. You know, because you look at somebody like Robin Williams, who was a fantastic comedian. And then usually when you're good at comedy, I think you're so good in drama for, I don't know what the reason is. It is because, and I don't want to toot either of our own horns here, but we're very talented and people (laughs) like us, but comedy is, I feel inherently harder than drama. Because it is, I feel at least, much harder to get somebody to laugh than it is to make them cry. Well, you're trying to elicit that very specific response. Yes. You know? But with drama, it seems like it'd be easier to make somebody cry because everybody has like certain things that, that will upset them. Mm-hmm. Some people will think, like, 
the death of a pet is probably sad to most people. So if you do like a monologue about the the death of a pet, you you can make somebody cry. But not but but senses of humor are so varied, mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to find any audience really. Uh, that's that's true. like <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like so. Anybody want to cry tonight? That's my closer. <laughs> but I I think comedy is harder, and I think that so much comedy a lot of times comes from such a dark place. Yeah, of people deal, deal, deal people dealing with trauma. Miss Pat is an absolute incredible comedian and her comedy comes from such a really rough upbringing like mm-hmm. the worst conditions and she's amazing at what she does but Christopher when, Titus is another good example of that yeah and when you when you channel that that sadness and that anger and that depression into comedy mm-hmm. you can easily tap into it for dramatic purposes yeah and and here on his wikipedia it says at the age of 15 uh, Varney played Ebenezer Scrooge in a local theater production. By 17, he was performing uh, professionally in nightclubs and coffee houses. He studied Shakespeare at the Barter Theater in uh, Abing- Abingdon, Virginia, and performed in Opryland uh, folk show in his first year of operation. So, like, from a young age, he's learning Shakespeare and shit like this, you know? Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a shame that he died so early because. I mean, he would have been seven, 73 at the time of this recording, but he would have had at least 10, 10 more years may, maybe of great acting, you know. I think he would have still been going today. <laughs> he could have, but I'm, I'm just on yeah. the on the, the low side, you know. Yeah. Chevy Chase is 80 and still doing stuff. So, yeah, man. <clears throat> I just – he was taken too soon, and I think he still had a lot left in the tank. Yeah. And we would have had an inevitable – Ernest does whatever because we did even get uh, new Pee Wee movies, you know. Yeah, uh, Ernest does nine eleven. That would have been. <laughs> I I was an airplane mechanic, Vern. <laughs> I was a janitor on the South Tower. <laughs> uh oh. And he is like somehow what happens is it's an all big up. It's, this is terrible. It's all just like a big misunderstanding. He builds like a giant magnet that that like that like pulls the planes into the building. Like uh oh. That that's a uh, such an interesting idea that you had there, Gavin. <laughs> Not me, Brent Trehune. <laughs> Listen, if any executives, I know the writer strikes over. I have a spec script for <laughs> Ernest Does Nine Eleven. If you'd like to read it, you can email me at. Uh, well, can we talk about the the fight scene in the truck? Yes, when him and John Nada have that about the glasses. It reminded me of Halloween 4 when you remember when Michael Myers, uh, goddamn Michael Myers, climbs up on the back of that truck. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and it's just a fun fight scene because then we get rim shot driving the, the dog, Wishbone, yes. driving the car. And he, like, that dog did all his own stunts. That wasn't CGI. <laughs> yeah. That dog, uh, actually, at the time, was dating Precious from Science of the Lambs. That's true. That's why, yeah, he was so well moisturized because they wanted to, wanted to put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> they wanted a real wet dog. <laughs> that and and Rimshot was actually cousins with the dog from the Goosebumps <laughs> intro. That is true. That is true. They are all dogs are related and also go to heaven. Uh-huh. And uh, we do get the line. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? 
God, booger lips, bumper sandwich, all these fun creative kids' insults are mm-hmm. so much more fun than just calling somebody a bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah, you little bitch. <laughs> and, and then he gets stuck in that. He, you know, of course, he's not killed. You can't kill him. But he gets stuck in that, in, in like a giant barrel, and he hops to Eartha Kitt's house, and then comically, she's opening him up with a giant can Cano. opener. Yeah, it's it's such it's such a kids movie that's yeah. scary and fun and makes you feel good. This is the opposite of how Sinister made us feel. This did not hurt our hearts. No, at the end. this is we're smiling. Yeah, we're smiling. We're having a good time. We're we're, we're having goofs. We're making some laughs. It's a good time. <laughs> Uh, and then they, they, you know, of course, the secret to stopping these trolls is Miak. Yeah, which is Malk. Malk. Yeah. Did you ever have somebody that you went to school with? They call it Milk. Milk. Like they sleep on a petlo, and uh, they they drink out of uh, they take a pitcher. Like they no. just mispronouncing words left and right. No, my mom does that. She adds R's to stuff. Like washer. Yeah. That's that's a very Indiana thing. Yeah. I sometimes say toilet wrong. Turlet. Turlet. Yeah. A that's little very bit. Hoosier to add a hard R into things. <laughs> Turler. <laughs> Turler. Uh, no, 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 I'm saying Turlert. Uh, Turlert. <laughs> which is, by the way, on this podcast, you never know when a turtler might happen. You get under your desk, there's a turtler. <laughs> now, uh, Ernest, still alive. Do you, do you think they ever would have done a hard R reboot of the Ernest movies? Like, not horror, but like a hard R, R comedy of Ernest. I, they could put two together and have it be Ernest Goes to Prison Camp. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, God. Just, uh, Ernest Goes to the Gathering of the Juggalos. That would be fun. Where he's like a good a groundskeeper, trying to keep the. He's just they're just fago everywhere. And... Whoop whoop, Vern. Whoop, whoop. What, know what I mean, Vern? No, no, I mean it, it's it's a dark circus, Vern. <laughs> just having Ernest in situations, because like what is there like a modern Ernest? I think it'd be the closest would be Borat, but even like that's tricking people. Like he's. In real situations, or what people think are real situations, you know. Yeah, I think the cl- honestly the closest we got to Ernest in the past twenty years is probably Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, and yeah. God, I hate I hate it's that. <laughs> you know, buddy, we all do. We all. Yeah. I <laughs> I kneel for the flag and I stand yeah. to hate Larry the Cable Guy. We just need like a fun like kids character and you know i'm i don't have kids so maybe i'm so out of touch there is a guy that is that but um honest if you want that childlike whimsy on it's, it's aimed at a much younger age group but blippy does that mm-hmm. are, are you are you familiar with the work of blippy no i've eaten at a blimpy but i don't know <laughs> blippy blippy is this guy who um he was just like a regular out-of-work actor slash comedian mm-hmm. and got tired of his niece and nephew watching like low-quality kids' videos on their on like YouTube. Mm-hmm. So he put some production value in. He made and he has like a multi-million dollar brand that he made with his character named Blippy. He's just very childlike. 
and wonderful, and I had to dress up like him for my nephew's birthday party. So now I've very much confused my, my nephew that I am the actual Blippy, but somehow much poorer than real Blippy. You could just make it like you're a satellite Blippy. You're just helping the real Blippy out. Well, there was a controversy with, with the Blippy because Stephen Johns is the real Blippy. Will the please mm-hmm. will, will the real Blippy please stand up? It's mm-hmm. Stephen Johns. But on the touring show, they would they, they they said Blippy live coming to your town, and they hired another actor to play Blippy, and oh, people yeah. got pissed. They got really mad, and then he had to explain like, well, Blippy's a character, but then kids had like this fucking existential crisis about like what's the real Blippy and what's real and what's not. So mm-hmm. it's a good time to to talk to your kids about object permanence and yeah. their own impending death. It's not like the Blue Man Group where you can have a show going on in Hartford and Reno at the same time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, where you can franchise it out. Yeah, there's several blippies at this point, and I said like I, I made a joke one time. I'm like, I don't want Idris Elba as James Bond. I want him as the new Blippy. That's what <laughs> I want him to do. Yeah, I want. I want. Uh, I want him. Every few years we get a new Doctor Who, or they just keep having new lassies. <laughs> when you see the different colored smoke coming out of the doghouse, you know that there's been a new lassie <laughs> yeah. selected. Uh, but we find out that milk is the like a un, uh, unconditional love, first up, which I don't think that part even really makes sense. They just needed a way to get out of the trolls. I get it. Yeah. But milk, they're... they're uh, Milk is how they defeat these trolls. And I love the scene where they go into that store to get the milk and Ernest is in the store earlier because like I was watching this thinking like when you go to the store now, Gavin, where we live, both live in Indiana, different parts, but there's Kroger, there's Target, there's Walmart, there's Meyer, those mm-hmm. bi- huge super stores that have everything. But do you remember like a kind of a shit store where it wasn't, like those big names, but it was like a little small town store. Bilo, right there. Was it Bilo? Yeah. Yeah, we had a Bilo in like, and there It'd be was like a Save a Lot. Oh like, God, a Save a Lot. Uh. Yeah. And they were they were always in the worst part of towns. Not yeah. only were they a bad store, they were in the worst part. Like I remember, a lot of my friends worked at like the Jimtown Bilo. Jimtown's like the ghetto area of Evansville. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the Jimtown Bilo, and my friend Emery worked there and he was just like a regular stock boy cashier or whatever and he spent so much time fighting the customers <laughs> like <laughs> like it was just he he come home he's like yeah this dude was trying to steal meat he put it down his pants and he's like I went outside I just beat the shit out of him I was like what the fuck he's like dude, we needed that meat back I was like you can't sell it it's been to somebody's yeah. dick you make seven dollars why do you care that much you know like I think, I, Emory just, I think Emory just wanted to fight people, and he's, yeah. like, he's just, like, looking around the corner like, yeah, you put that fucking meat in your back. Go I'm going to watch what I say, because I, I don't want him knocking on my door. Yeah. Hey, Emory, if you're listening, I know you're not, but hey, what's up? Brent just put some meat down his pants. Yeah, that's right, Emory. I got all that meat in my pants. <laughs> Someone's at your door. <laughs> uh oh, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> Boom, pow, whip. I don't I got crabs, but I don't remember putting seafood down there. <laughs> Come on, folks. Come on. These are jokes. You hear about Monica Lewinsky? You hear about her? See this? But I do love like that small town grocery store cuz now they they're still around and probably now all of them are Dollar General. 
yeah type stores, but I lo- I just love that kind of shit grocery store. I do where too. It's like if yeah. they don't have it, you got to drive thirty miles to get it. Oh yeah, there's yeah they're always good. Like those little bodega shops. Like I, I know New York has a lot of those, like little bodegas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a real shit grocery store where you're like, what is? Why can't I buy Count Chocula here in May? <laughs> yeah, it's all it's half a big lots. Oh, so good. Uh, so good. Uh, but that they're putting milk and super soakers in there. They go to the big, uh, you know, the, the tree house and the things are, the Brussels sprouts are falling down and all these trolls are hatching out. And we get the big cool fight. Sequence. Yeah, it was a great. And uh, what I did read is that that whole like sequence of the, the tree house and stuff, they built all that inside and it was like a hundred, a hundred thousand square foot warehouse. All that was inside. They designed everything, brought in some real life trees, released some bugs in there and stuff. Uh, pretty intricate. And you're like, where's that tree house now? Where's the tree house? I have some facts uh, if you want to get into those. Hit me with some of those facts. The Vern. pizza's seen uh, being thrown at the bullies who try to attack the kids' tree house are reused props from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 The Secret of the Ooze. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The same Love prop that. master, Doug White. The Kyoto Brothers uh, did uh, the, the special effects. Some of the trolls in the final uh, were repurposed clowns. Also, the, sa- the same spinning clown death effect was used for the troll deaths. So they get hit with the milk, they spin out. Okay. Austin Nagler, who played the lead boy, Kenny, uh, was teased so much for his kissing scene after the film, uh, after it came out, that he stopped acting altogether. Oh. Just a little smooch. That's what happened to Jake Lloyd from Star Wars. Oh, yeah? The, the kick it away Anakin. I actually met him because he's from Carmel, Indiana. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. He, he got bullied so much in high school for, for that role that he just, like, fucking stopped acting altogether. I mean, I don't, I'm not a, I like the sequels. They're fine, but it's not my favorite. But I'm not a Star Wars guy anyway, but. Yeah. Man, it's not what his it, fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. It's like hating uh, Rowan or Ronan, whatever his name is from Halloween Ends. Yeah. It's not his it, fault. I, I hate him. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Co-writer Coke Sams, whose real name was Hansford Sams III, was given his name Coke because that was his first name. Their first, uh, <laughs> given his name because that was his first name. It was the first word he said as a baby, Coke. Coke, that's branding. That's mm. brand loyalty. Uh, and he wrote a lot of the, it was, uh, John Cherry, I think was the other guy and Coke Sam's, I think like co-wrote. And I think John Cherry directed a lot of those earnest movies. Okay. Uh, and the, the writer, Daniel Butler, uh, he was Sheriff Bender, uh, wanted his character to have a mustache. So the sheriff wanted his character to have a mustache, but Disney told him that he couldn't have one because he'd look too Hispanic. <laughs> And you don't want that. This is 1991. Yeah, we can't have a Mexican sheriff because then he wouldn't have no stinking badge. (laughs) Uh, One thing I did read, and this is a fun little thing about um, Jim Barney, when given the chance to have a lifelong dream fulfilled by such groups as the Make-A-Wish Foundation, several hundred ill children asked to meet Ernest, and he never let them down. I thought you were going to say he never did it. (laughs) (laughs) And he said no. No. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I've never really seen any interviews with Ernest, you know, Jim Varney, but seems like a guy that would be happy to grant wishes. And if you saw him on the street, he'd be the Keanu Reeves type guy. Where he'd be like, yeah, let's, yeah, I'll talk to you and give you your moment and all that kind of shit, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I did write here is that there's a scene where Ernest is trying to bowl uh, some trolls over. He has a bowling ball, mm-hmm. and you think he's going to roll it, and then he shoots like a basketball and hits a man in the head with yeah, his bowling ball. A, where a, a man dressed as a bee. Yeah, he killed that man, right? Like, that man is dead. Like, Ernest yeah. committed a murder. I think that was Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons. <laughs> I was <laughs> Mio! I caramba. Yeah, he you I was thinking what how heavy that bowling ball was because you you damn near just would kill a man. <laughs> bowling ball damn near <laughs> killed her. Uh here's some Ernest scrap projects that we never got. Ernest spaced out. That was Ernest goes to space essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll add in we should have a meet the leprechaun up there. <laughs> or Jason. <laughs> yeah, or Jason. <laughs> we'll have a three way. <clears throat> and by that I mean sexual. <laughs> oh god uh, Ernest, oh, oh Ernest. no oh god the image the image in my head right now i don't know who's on top who's on bottom who's in middle oh take me we <laughs> uh Ernest the bellhop man that sounds boring not as fun uh, Ernest in paradise i don't know what that means probably on an island he's on bachelor in paradise trying to find love if I, uh, if I, what does he give away instead of a rose? What does he give away? He probably gives away like a socket set, maybe like a, <laughs> like a ratchet. He gives it like a little invention that he had that always goes yeah. wrong. It's something. like an electric shaver of some sort <laughs> that horribly uh, maims this beautiful woman. Here's one that I thought was fun and I wish they could have done. Ernest and the voodoo curse. Coke Sam said a script had been written for Ernest and the Voodoo Curse. Quote, we went back to the Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein kind of thing. It had a really bad guy and happened on an island like Hawaii. So we had a voodoo and a high priest. It was like the idiot version of Raiders of the Lost Ark. We had lines of zombies, voodoo potions, Ernest pretending to be a zombie. Ernest and the Voodoo Curse uh, actually was pretty funny. There was a moment in it. We had one blue eye, a woman with one blue eye and one brown eye. They all got a brown eye, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she <Rim> was shot. <laughs> uh, she, she was supposed to be the woman of Ernest's dreams. Of course, she would have nothing to do with him. Uh, but it, I think an, an Ernest like zombie comedy that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, I just, the voodoo curse part though, like Ernest just stumbles upon like a ritualistic throat cutting of a chicken, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh no. He'd probably save the chicken as a pet, or and that like that's how they would put a curse on him. They were supposed to sacrifice it, and then now he's got the he's got the island rim shot, which is a chicken or whatever. <laughs> island rim shot. That's a pretty good position. You got to pay for that one. <laughs> Gave her the old island rim shot <laughs> on her blue eye or her brown eye. <laughs> now, in October 2012, here's something that I thought was interesting. A film reboot was announced, tentatively titled "Son of Ernest." As suggested by the title of the film, would have focused on Ernest's long lost son, presuma- presumably Ernie P. Worrell. Uh, it was scrapped after John Cherry's death. But uh, do you ever see like Son of Ernest 
or like, hey, here's our new Ernest. No. Yeah, I, I think don't son of I think son of Ernest is a weird one because at that point you have to accept as a fact that Ernest has had sexual intercourse and gotten someone pregnant. You know it was it was an accident or he left it somewhere. <laughs> and then somebody sat on it. Ah <laughs> oh, damn it on a on a toilet seat. On a toilet seat. <laughs> uh I mean the son of thing rarely works because when i when i hear son of Ernest, i think immediately of son of the mask with jamie kennedy and nobody should have to be forced to hear that here's one that worked was uh svenguli was svenguli the son of somebody he was the current svenguli the horror movie host on me tv is it was uh, technically son of and eventually the guy that he got the gimmick from he said just stop saying son of you're just svenguli Mm. But yeah, that that did work. Okay, okay, mm. nice, nice, nice. I, I'm not, I'm not as Finguli. I'm not as learned up on him as you are. I'm not either. My mom is a huge fan. She loves Finguli. Yeah, your mom so, invites him over sometime, gives him some of that square pizza. That's right. <laughs> it's just that my wife died a few years ago, <laughs> and nobody can talk horror movies with me. <laughs> um, and at the end, they they beat the trolls, of course, and. Uh, all the wooden people come back, but in addition, uh, Eartha Kitt puts also puts some wooden people in there as well. All the kids that were from her childhood. Yeah, which <laughs> which is like guess, and she even says like you have a lot to learn up on. But yeah, those what is kids- a, what is that? And they're like looking at a car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Huh. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else to to say about the movie. I just I think it's, I think a, it's great. I, I think it's a great one. I think it's fun. I think we have a lot of good fights ahead for Ernest. Uh, Ernest mm-hmm. versus RoboCop. Ernest versus Terminator. These are all great suggestions. Can uh, you fly, Ernie? Ooh. <laughs> 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 but this this is a fun one. I'm glad I finally got to get around to watch this. This is a fun one that I would definitely show my niece and nephew when they're old enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. And I, do you think people still know who Ernest is today? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to be like people our age. Yeah, I, I don't know if you go too much younger. If unless it's like people our age showing kids Ernest, and I yeah. think stuff like that. I don't know that kids particularly care that something looks old because I don't know that they know the difference. I don't have kids, so I couldn't tell you. But uh, I think you could keep it alive if you show people Ernest stuff. You know. Yeah, I just I just remember I grew up with with, with like the commercials and stuff. So kids now don't even know what commercials are really. Yeah, I'm and I'm glad. Thank God. I hate commercials. <laughs> right right now a single tear is going down Don Draper's cheek. That's true. He, he's going <laughs> to have to find another way to sell me a uh, Burger Chef. <laughs> Lucky strikes. Everybody else's cancer ours are smoked. Uh, <laughs> whatever his pitch was but great movie overall what was your oh shit moment um so the there's no kill there's not gonna be a kill right uh i argue he killed that man with a bowling ball okay i'll say yeah it should have been uh the man getting hit with the bowling ball yeah brutal kill so my oh shit is when she rolls over in the bed and the troll is there scary my oh shit is when the troll pops out at the end and is like in its final form. Oh yeah, I forgot. He goes Super Saiyan. He goes, yeah, like you're not even at my full power level yet, Kakarot. 
<laughs> and he powers up. I love that. Also, uh, one last thing here. Did Ernest, in 1991, accidentally invent the big mouth Billy Bass? I I said that to producer wife because we're... He he pulls out this uh, this mounted bass and it's got two speakers on the other end. I said that's the big mouth Billy Bass right there. Yeah, and then they cut it in half, and I was like, he invented that shit. Get Take him. me to the river. <laughs> uh, and then Tony Soprano beats it off the wall because it reminds him too much too much of Big Puss. I liked your horror movie podcast till you brought up the big mouth <laughs> Billy Bass. <laughs> Why don't you take that big mouth Billy Bass and stick it right up your ass? Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 on the field trip, we talked about the, uh, big mouth Billy Bass of like the biggest fads and that mm-hmm. dude made so much money. That company did. Oh, God. And then that song too, like that, that guy got straight to number one on iTunes just based on being on a fish song. Probably. That was back then that big mouth Billy Bath Bass was a TikTok song. <laughs> That's how you heard music was through the big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> Now it's just like if you, oh god, we should do a TikTok trend where we just like program other songs into the Big Mouth Billy Bass. Yeah, I think we should. Where it's just like just the the nastiest three six mafia lyrics. Use a big five woman once you back that ass up. <laughs> Slob on the knob. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked uh, Ernest Scared Stupid Brent, what would you recommend? I would say check out the other Ernest movies. I would at a. I don't know when you'd show your kids this movie, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I think, is like a. You, if your kids are the right age or the right temperament, I think you could show them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. Halloween Town. You know yes. now that I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, Goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd recommend uh, Sinister, The Conjuring. Yep. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust, a Serbian mm-hmm. film. Just and then show them Ernest afterwards to really calm down. You got to have a palate cleanser. <laughs> uh, but no, just like Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, stuff like that. Even the Goosebumps movie that Jack Black was in, it's uh, really underrated. And they're they are doing a new Goosebumps series on Hulu that I think is should be out by the, by the time this episode drops. Yeah, I think so. So there's some kid friendly stuff, and you know if you're at least like me, this is nostalgic for you. So yeah, and an underrated one if you like Jim Varney, he's not in it, but uh, Toy Story of Terror is a little animated, th- th- like a thirty minute animated special that Toy Story did, like in 2013. It's on Disney okay. Plus. It's a great if you if you've never seen it, recommend no. it. It, it. It's a really fun l- little horror movie with Toy Story. That's fun. I like that. Next week, what are we'll we be watching? Doing next a Halloween drop Ooh. on October thirty first. We'll be watching what is one of my personal favorites and what I think has the best ending of any Halloween movie ever. We we are going back to Josh Hartnett and his shitty haircuts in mm-hmm. Halloween H two O. Do 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 do. Michael. <laughs> Uh, I would maybe one of my favorites too. I think yeah. so. I'll have to rewatch and we'll talk about it. I'm excited to revisit it. Yeah. So next week, uh, we're watching Halloween H two O, and also subscribe because we may have a bonus episode as well. Yeah, maybe a secret episode of something that uh, might be a little. I don't know, but yeah, well, surprise, a little something for you, a little treat. They're coming to get you, Vern. Barbara, they're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming.
coming to get you.